0: Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by drrodo.com.
1: Oh, good evening, my friends. It is Johnny Danger here. Not the doc, but we're going to say the office is open anyways. I hope that uh, he's doing well down there in Fort Myers. But the show must go on, my friends. The show, it must go on. So I'm here with Willie Walls, with the great Swami, and we're going to break down NFL DFS with or without the man himself, Doc. We got this, right, gentlemen?
0: Yes, sir. And, Doc, yeah. listen, we're praying for you and your family, Doc. We're praying
1: for you, brother.
2: We're we holding it down, safe. Doc. Stay yeah. safe. Stay safe.
1: But but don't worry. I'll I'll try to keep these guys under control. We'll try to get it in and out in the 40 minutes, and we'll, we'll do our best to uh, not go off the rails. Speaking about off the rails, let's talk just a little bit about last night's game. What's your take on the Tua situation, gentlemen?
2: I think it's um it's real unfortunate. You never want to see somebody go down like that. Um I think it was tough. I get why these guys go out there. It's gladiator sport. Um I know the league is trying to do everything they can to make it safe, but but you can't have a guy go back out there after um he's had, you know, a, a back concussion like that because it's likely that something like this will happen. So hopefully that we all learn from this. Hopefully, um, Tua and, and his family and and everybody are okay now, and he's recovering. But uh, we can't have these type of situations happen, and that's for any player, not just quarterback.
1: Yeah, it was a little scary there for a minute, and um, I'm not gonna lie; it's uh, it, it really sheds a bad light. And kind of, kind of, I see the point some people are making that uh, this whole concussion protocol and the league safety over the last couple of years is maybe a farce.
0: Now, listen. You, you cannot tell me that he was not concussed in that previous game, right, with Buffalo. You could listen. Anytime a quarterback gets up like that, it's not your back, you know. It was his head, right. you know. And now you got a guy going, you know. I, I thought, I thought Miami had poor judgment. Guys going, guys going into a game on a short week. Yeah. Well, you know he was concussed. But and then, but I do want to say this, Willie. I, I think the NFL has.
2: Taking some steps, right? Obviously there's some more work that needs to be done. They need to look at this still and make some changes. But we know a few times where folks have would have probably went back into the game that they have it, right? It's just I, I just feel like this situation and maybe one or two others as, as ones that they really,
0: you know, they they I think they missed, but they have taken some steps. No, I understand that, but this was a bad judgment. This one yeah. right here, I I I blame this on the dolphins. No way! You should get him out there on a short week.
2: Yeah,
0: as no, you see, you know, with, with with you know, with Las Vegas, Renfro's going to be out for two straight weeks. You know, these concussions is uh, is not a joke. You know, and, and now you got a guy. Now I know he's going to be out. I mean, I, listen, that's why you got two glove Teddy ass water as your backup. You know, you you, you, <laughs> mean, you
2: but but not just a short week. Remember that game, Hard fought game. Um, it was like you know, both teams were exhausted. Um, you you coming into you know uh, off of that type of a game where your quarterback was injured, uh, it it was just a lot of reasons to probably hold him out. No, so I think it, was,
0: just, it was I think it was I, I I blame the Dolphins on that terrible judgment from the uh, upper upper management. He should have been held out. And you go on because the, the the bottom line is you would you would you know you you had won those games. It was undefeated. Look, look, it, this is no shame to lose to to the Bengals. You know, but right. anyway. It is what it is. It's water under the bridge, but hopefully everyone, the NFL, the the teams, I hope everybody learns from the situation, because obviously to me, you can say what you want to say. This was not handled the right way. Agreed.
1: I agree. All right, guys. Well, let's just jump right into it, shall we? I don't normally do the DFS show, so I decided I needed to go look through a few things and see if anything popped out at me. And I'm going to tell you, I was going to save this for later, but I think I want to get your take on it right away. Do you know what the number one projected ownership stack is going into week four of the NFL.
0: Won't you, won't you, won't you? (laughs)
1: Marcus Mariota, Drake London, and Kyle Pitts is the number one projected owned stack this week. What's up with that? I'm
2: not mad at that. I think Pitts finally kind of came on and and had a game where um, he he got the targets and he he got the receptions. Um, You know, I think Drake has been looking like you know, of uh, uh, like he's the real deal. So when you say that, that's the and, and Mariota has been again playing well, and I think he's had that offense looking better than what people expected going into the season. They got a great price; you can get all of those guys at these at bargain prices um, at their position. So I I think it's um it's probably probably a decent stack. I, I, I'm
0: not mad at that. But I, I think it's more of a case that, you know, like you know, you got a lot of rain on the East coast, you know, you know, going on to this weekend. So, cause you can't, you couldn't tell me that, you know, even though it's still going to be on, but you know, I, you know, I, I got calls for pause, you know, anytime, is, if, if it's raining all day, you know, you know, I, you know, you, you're you not as excited, <laughs> you know, for some of the games in, than then a game b- being played at a dome, you know what I mean? So it's true. You, so I just think that that has something to do with it, where some people, they, I, I think, you know, even though they still could play, but, you, you know, it just gives you calls for cause for pause because, you know, if if it's raining all game, the ball could be sloppy. Your guys, you know, the ball slips out of his hand, fumbles and all this kind of stuff. All those kind of things hurt you in DFS. scoring, especially when you're paying the premium price for these rascals. So right. I think that's more of a case that, um, you know, and then you also have, you know, say you know you know Brown is out you know for, for Detroit so it's, it's it's you got some other kind of things that I think that that's working that way but I still think that you know there's some other games that even though it might not look good that I do have interests in some people and th- you.
1: if you go from the highest um projected owner stack to the lowest I almost want the lowest a little bit more with Matt Ryan Pittman and Alec Pierce we're talking only eight percent on there and only seven percent less projected points. That's a, that's a huge step. And I think I'd rather take my chance with Maddie Ice than I would with Marcus Mariota.
0: I'm, yep. I'm, I'm not mad at that, but I, I don't want no Pierce. You know, I you know Pittman, yes. Give me sure. all that, but Mr. Pierce,
1: I don't even know, but maybe hell. that's just a little single stacker.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm I i was not excited about Pierce. <laughs> doing any of those guys I, I probably would would take taylor first and pay up sure and it, that'd be a leverage play anyway with that price
1: well let's talk about the running back guys um th- this in dfs and season long has really been the year of the zero rb um paying up for running back outside of paying for saquon barkley just hasn't really worked um where are you going with the running back this week i mean we've got uh who we got up there we got taylor barkley mccaffrey all in the Eight thousands. McCaffrey may not play, uh, Henry's still hanging out up there. I have a really hard time pulling the trigger at that pricing with the output they put out.
0: Go ahead, Simon. you want to ask that first? Well, you know, uh, I mean, other
2: than Barkley, I don't think I would pay up for any um, this week just based on the matchups. Um, I'm not even that excited about it with Barkley just because the Giants' offense um, doesn't, you know, get in the end zone a lot. But I, if, I, if I had to take one, I would take, take Barkley. I don't think any other guys are just in a good spot for me as far as the matchup.
0: I mean, I I, I love Bark a lot this weekend, and one of the reasons is he is he is what you call a workhorse running back. He, you know, he is played in, you know, you know, he has touched the ball sixty six out of a possible seventy six times. You know, give me somebody that that's stingy, you know, that's that staying in the game, and you're going against you're going against the Bears, and the Bears have been gassed this year. A lot over three hundred forty-five yards, four point eight yards per carry that they've got, and we're not we're not saying this. And you saw what uh, you know Pierce did last week for for Houston. You saw that you know you saw that in person, even though Pierce fumbled twice. Barkley, listen, Barkley's a great player, but also Herp, you know the the, the the running back on um, on Chicago side. He, oh, he's in play too. He is in play, and what people don't realize that you know. Montgomery has missed five times, five games, which this dude has started. And he has been a running back one in three of those five games. He averaged 18 touches per game. This guy is the real deal. He can play. Absolutely.
1: Know? If you if you listen to the guys on this channel, specifically Jason Braddock, he's been talking about Khalil Herbert for years. Um, he seems to be that guy that's just kind of the next guy up. Uh, between him and Jamal Williams, these are the uh, the two backups that are going to start this week, and they are owner uh, number one in projected ownership, Jamal Williams, number two, and Khalil Herbert. Herbert's 22, but Jamal Williams almost 40% projected ownership is what I'm looking at right now. I don't know if I can play that, especially with Brown hurt, everybody hurting that offense. I don't think Jamal Williams is plug and play this week.
0: I think he's a, I think he's a plug and trap you know, this yeah. week, you know, I think he will fail you more times than he will, you know, it might be Reynolds that get get the touch in this game. The guy that I'm more interested on the other side is Penny going against, you know, going, you know, going against Detroit. You know, they've been gassed on the run. They've been horrible against the run and he's only $4,900. And the thing that people are not looking at, he had played 69% of the snaps last game you know i mean i'm a, you know and 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 people are not talking i think he's an interesting play you and know, i
2: he's think a- he doubled or tripled his touches in the last game as well
0: yeah
1: you know, so- know. let me ask you this though so I, I i live in michigan here i've i'm a huge michigan state spartan fan and i had the pleasure of watching kenneth walker destroy the ncaa last year <laughs> um he is the backup to penny now he didn't touch the ball in week one he got maybe what two carries three carries in week two he, he saw Uh, Six or seven carries last week, but it looks like literally every time they put them in, they're giving them the ball. Is this a sign that they're going to work them in just a little bit more this time? I mean, I went on my, my Twitter, which is called tipsy picks. And I like to make calls so bold that you got to be drunk to make that call, which is why it's called the tipsy pick. Uh, I'm loving Kenneth Walker for a bit of a breakout and whether it's just one big, you know, 50 yard play, um, to get him in the end zone, or whether it's, you know, 10 or 12 touches to get him that 50, 60 yards, maybe two or three catches in a touchdown. Am I crazy to think Kenneth Walker is a play or is, or is it really just like a hundred more dollars to play Penny and you forget about Walker?
0: No, nah, I, I, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I will, I will take Penny. Kenneth Walker. Don't get me wrong. Later on and season long, I think he's going to get his shot, you know, but as long as they are, they are there, and they playing for something. Listen, I know Pete Carroll; he's one of those old, rigidy guys. Listen, he's going to get his time. And Penny, you know, every time he gets up, he's limping or doing something. So he he, he could be forced <laughs> in, you know, because this bastard, even though you, you even at 4,900 man, but you know, every time that bastard run the ball, you're like, oh my gosh, is he going to get up? and get up like Fred Sanford? I'm <laughs> well, me me knock Sanford. on wood. You, you know let me what I
2: mean? On every wood.
0: time, so. I do I do this this guy's the real deal. So definitely for for dynasty and all that kind of stuff, Walker's your guy. I mean be the guy, but it just might not not I can't give it to him yet. I would still think that Penny, especially if he's getting 69% of the touches, he's a much stronger play and he's explosive. Walker's
2: talented, no question about it, Danger. Here's the problem that Walker and Penny will have, and that's the offense that they're in. They're just not running the ball very well Gino has got the passing game kind of going a little bit right he's got it going to lock it. he's starting to get it going to Metcalf but it just don't seem like they're either you know able to the offensive line or they're not able to get into these backs or they're not you know running it consistently right but but it just don't feel like any of those guys is the one but if I had to take one right now I'm going with Mr. Penny and I think those 15 touches
1: I think the biggest problem I have with this is with Swift out and I'm on Ross a Brown out. You you might have a much lower paced game out of the lions than we've seen the first three weeks.
0: Uh, uh, agreed. And that's why I think that fits more of the penny role, mm-hmm. because I think this is going to be a closer game, grind it out. I think, you know, you know, Pete Carroll loves low scoring close games. Right. Okay. So, you know, and, and the one guy on the other end to look at is definitely now, don't get me wrong about Metcalf, but this is not the week for Metcalf. You know, you know, they got this dude this dude that, that played Mr. Jefferson, you know, and this dude said I forgot the other guy, but he shut down two good receivers, two straight weeks. Mm-hmm. So it's not a it's not a week for, for Mr. Metcalf. I'm looking more the slot is where you get, you know, is is where you get Detroit at. And then that that would be yeah. Mr. Lockett.
1: I like Lockett a lot. Uh, what if I were cool? to tell you, gentlemen? that there is a top-tier running back that everybody loves week in, week out, playing against the Houston Texans by the name of Austin Eckler that's currently projected at only 4% ownership on the slate. 4%. I mean, I know he has another great, offense. great, it's
2: that's, Houston. That's another <laughs> offense that's struggling. I think I, he's a GPP player. Remember, Houston's defense has been playing a little bit better. Not a lot bit, but a little bit, and, and, and enough where – um, if if maybe that offense was playing a little bit better, if Allen, Herb, if they were healthy, and, and they really had it going, it would be almost a no-brainer, especially at four percent.
1: Right. I now mean, I, I hear probably, you, Swami, but come on, four okay. percent. This guy is week in, week out, has an upside of thirty points and four percent ownership. T- I, t-
2: I told Willie, I said, those Baltimore City public schools. They told me one thing: that one percent, one times zero and one times nothing is the same thing. <laughs> they have to do something, even at 4%. 4% is great, but 4% of nothing
0: is still the same. Um, it's still nothing. As, as see, still nothing. And, and what I don't like about him this year is he's sharing more. You know right. what I mean? You know, he's sharing. That's in the red zone. Yeah, you know, so, you know, listen, This at his price point, and he's sharing, you know, that's why it's no way in hell. If you ask me who am I playing, Mr. Barkley? <laughs> Or Eckler? Or or Eckler? That's Barkley. No question. Man, come on, man. I won't need You're, the phone. Give me 66 for that of 76 touches. Give me the he's what Eckler was last year. You know what I mean? So like what I'm saying, and we knew we said before the season, what, what did we say? Swami? So, mean, we said it's gonna be a regression. I did not like Mr. Eckler this year. He was not on my he was not on my watch list. And I knew because he had all kinds of stuff just going his way last year. Yeah. I mean, 20
2: touchdowns is just hard to do again, right? You you just – it don't matter who it is. 20 is just a big number in NFL. It's hard to do that. But, again, to your point, if it's 4%, conventional wisdom would say, hey, it's worth a shot in the GPP. But I don't like it.
1: Fair enough. All right, well, let's talk about some things we do like. Um, My favorite stack of the week and has been my favorite stack every single week, Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, Rashad Bateman. Um, They're still not pricing them high enough where it's – doesn't make sense to do it. I mean, yes, Mark Andrews is expensive, but if you look at him like a wide receiver one, he's $2,000 cheaper than the top end of wide receivers. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I can't, you know, that's my team. So I always got to put that disclaimer out there. Um, but you know, I, I think this could be a little bit of a tougher matchup for them. Um, I feel like, you know, people kind of overlook, even though they lost last week, they still played well and held that uh Miami offense in check right. as well. That defense, you know, did a heck of a job against them. And so, um, unless somebody else gets involved, obviously, you know, Lamar in his contract year playing like Superman. Um, he's making everybody in the Ravens organization look like goofballs.
1: Yes, he is. Um and and this, and this so, is the only stack on the board when you take the three main players, though, and it equals up to a 60-point projection. It's the only one. So I can't ignore it. it. No, you no, can't.
2: No. Not against not in this matchup, not when you think that this, this game could be, you know,
0: shoot out. You, you can't ignore it. It's no way to ignore it. But let me say this. Let, let, let me just get let me be the cautionary tale guy on this one. First of all, Lamar is playing incredible. Let me say that. He's been listen. If if I'm if I'm talking to the Ravens, I said, look, you saw what Deshaun Watson got. I want a little bit more of him because I'm not a nasty bastard. You don't see me in um massage parlors, you know, trying to
2: allegedly. You
0: know, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> but anytime you got it 25 times happening, 26 people, and you pay the bastards. Oh, when there's a little smoke, sir, there's a little fire. But anyway, you know, you got Lamar Jackson, who has been just the best. What have you heard about Jackson? Nothing. And you can't pay him. You can't give him. I mean, obviously.
1: Honest, honestly, thing. Willie, his biggest problem was when he went out. Huntley came in and put up the same numbers. That's his biggest problem. Let me
0: say this, okay? But did they win? No, nope. no, right? <laughs> okay.
1: But let's okay. let's go back and look at this in a DFS hey. sense here. But you got yeah. you got you know baltimore here everybody's on buffalo right everybody loves buffalo the the ownership on buffalo is double it's double in this game you gotta pivot and go baltimore
2: but let me i i I think the pivot though is maybe going with knox or maybe just going with uh uh, davis and maybe mckenzie i don't i don't know if 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 the pivot or the leverage has to be just going away from it especially when the bills you know to me they could put up five or six
0: touchdowns this week. Let me give you why I am not feeling Jackson as much as everybody else is feeling Jackson. Okay. Buffalo see certain people, certain matchups are made for you. Some matchups are not made for you. Let me get, let me, first of all, Jackson has been incredible. Every 74 yards getting a touchdown incredible. But what Jackson is, he has crushed the Blitz this year. When I say, and he annihilated the Blitz. He's 26 or 32. 368 yards and six touchdowns against the blitz that's what buffalo doesn't do they don't blitz okay now you know against now jackson is number 32 when you're rushing four or less players he's 53 percent no touchdowns okay so what i'm saying to you is i hear you jackson is incredible he's still i'm still going to have him in a lineup or two but I'm just telling you, Buffalo is a different matchup. They they play differently. They don't blitz. And that's what he does well against is that blitz he's been crushing. it. And
2: We're looking and at two, two, two of his three games.
0: Against tight ends, they have done well against tight ends. Notoriously, they have done well against tight ends. Two of his three
2: games against Buffalo, he scored under eight fantasy points, eight and one and, and
1: them All right, all right, all right. Well, let's get off the chalk then. What's next, Willie? Where's your Where's your favorite play? Let's get away from Baltimore Buffalo. Let's Let's look down to the further lesser owned stacks. Where are you Where are you leave me, I, Willie? I, I mean,
0: to me, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I, I think it's gonna be spread around here. You know, to me, I'm gonna be doing. Uh, you know, where I'm not seeing a team that I just like, like because see, and I'm gonna tell you what it's just like the Philadelphia game. I would be real interested in that game. But you know the weather, you know what I mean, the rain, you know when it's raining the whole whole game, you know what I mean? you know so it's it's you know so you know and, and see, I don't mind like in this in this Detroit game, see, I like these little I, I think what's going to be interesting is some of these little stinky games, oh, yeah just like just like the Pittsburgh Jets game, both defenses yep. are, are are horrible. Really, I
1: I got that marked right here, man, the return of Zach Wilson and his connection with Elijah Moore. It's in my notes.
0: Elijah Moore, yeah, that's why I won't be interested, you know, in the other guys because that's what his connection is. And you got to look at Brees Hall. Pittsburgh has been horrible against the run. This Brees Hall, for the first time, has got, got more touches than Carter. This Brees Hall is a baller. I'm just saying. So it might be one of those like Deontay Johnson Brees Hall. You know what I mean, something, something like that. But I agree with you about Elijah Moore. That's his guy. You know what I mean. Yeah. So you know Conklin has been killing. But you know this is who Zach. What, what, you know Zach Wilson. Who's this guy, Elijah Moore? I you know. know. So and he, don't
2: forget the price. He is. He is priced right. I so mean, he is. He is absolutely a steal right now. So you got to look at Elijah Moore. But when you're talking about stacks and low wall stacks while I was looking at my handy dandy compass here, was I was hoping that we could find Willie's direction in Azimuth. Where was he going? With
0: the fact that you can't find a stack, it's plenty of stacks. There. No, it's plenty. Now of st- you let me give it, you some. It's 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 listen. It's plenty of stacks, but it, it it gives you call for pause. I I I'm gonna be a little. I'm gonna be a little different. I'm going to the. Well, I'm going can to I run
2: some past danger first before we talk about difference
0: first? No, no, no,
2: How no. about Mr. Rush and Mr. Lamb this week? Why wouldn't you be interested in a
0: stack like that,
2: Walls? No. It's I, a great. First he's all, developing we got, chemistry. First
0: of all, the, the command stacks uh, uh, are garbage. Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. You got stuff like that. I love all Lamb. Right. This week.
2: Can I give you another one then, since you like that? I give you one that you might not be thinking about. How about Mister Brissett and Mister Cooper?
0: Um, i I'm, will I'm I'm be honest
1: with you. A danger. A, a uh-huh. okay. I, 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 pre- I got, I got, I, I got, got, got twenty four stacks written out in my little field that I, I ran the numbers on, and uh, mm-hmm. Rush is number twenty two, and Brissett is number twenty
2: three. Interesting. All right, let's let's go one more then. How about um, we talk about Mr. Wilson, right? Like we just described, not just with Moore, mm-hmm. but also with
0: Tyler Conklin.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: No, really now, not well, interested. I
0: mean, go, go I'm, I'm gonna have, have to go, go back. I'm gonna have to go back and look say, at Zach I Wilson. Think, I'm gonna tell you what I like this week is uh-huh. I like uh I like you know, I like Russell Wilson, you know, and then going on. Uh, the that's guy, the
2: next one I was about to say God damn it.
0: Devonte Williams, you better give him them ball. This is the week for Devonte <laughs> Williams to finally break out. They are the dumbest guys ever. But you give you give me you give me Russell Wilson, his top receiver, Devonte Wilson. Then you bring on the other guy. I'm gonna tell you, Matt, Listen, Mac, the Mac Hollins guy. This Mac Hollins gonna play, and the way they play, the way Denver's gonna play it is Denver's gonna take it. What they're gonna they gonna they're gonna play that best corner. And they have a safety on top, and then just like you said, so I, mean, I don't know what you said this other week. I don't like the way they've been they've been playing them because Carr does not hit Devontae like Rodgers knows how to hit him. You know what I'm saying? So I'm listen. I'm going back. I'm going back to to that second receiver because when he is out, this guy could this guy could play. He's finally got this opportunity, and I think I think I like that stack. So I do. That's what I'm saying. I don't have a stack. You know how we say we're going to stack this whole game? You don't have that. This Not for me. With the weather situation, I think the weather situation is going to make – makes me a little tempered for that. But I do like your little stacks. I do love lamb. But I'm going to have stuff like that where I'm going to have single stacks. You know, like when I have one guy going against other quarterback, and I'm not going to have like when I got six players involved in a stack.
2: But, when I mean, I, you can play both of Geno receivers as well. Um, so I think that makes it interesting from a stack perspective. And I think um a, Gino, a lot of these... Gino
1: and his two receivers are my number five stack. Oh, oh, oh see that I'm a woman. So you
0: I, I know what you're doing. You're running back Jamal Williams with that stack. You you probably it's got possible. Gino's two receivers, and you got Jamal Williams coming on the other side. You know, I listen, I, hey, but let let me give you another one that people are not looking at is you know, I don't I don't mind um the Giants receiver, uh, Justin James, you know, Justin James this week. I think Justin uh-huh. James is R- an Ricky interesting James. guy. He talking about Richie, but
2: Richie, Richie James. Richie,
0: Richie, yeah. Richie James. Yeah, I think he's interesting this week. You know, for somebody who's not well, yeah. Real- I mean,
1: you got Sterling out and uh, you know, Tony is out again, right? Yes, and um yeah. uh what's yeah. his name? Uh
2: Shepherds out for you know I mean, God,
1: they're all holidays. Y- y- you know. Is anybody harder hit than Shepherd? It's
2: oh, to
0: get hurt and nobody touched them.
2: Yeah, you know, it, how it is, sir. Just bad luck sometimes. That's what makes this gladiator sport bad,
0: bad, bad, bad luck to smack him in the face when he wake up in the morning. I mean, this <laughs> dude get hurt and nobody touched him. All right, hey,
1: uh, Swami, you said something about um pairing up, or maybe it was you, Willie, pairing up um, Zach Wilson with Elijah Moore and um, Conklin instead. But yeah, I'm interested in that because Zach Wilson's never thrown a pass to Garrett Wilson, uh, not in a regular season game. But I don't really off the top of my head know enough about Zach Wilson to know about his tight end tendencies. Do you think that's a, uh, has Conklin been a part of their offense or just the release valve for Joe Flacco? See see this
0: is the this is the this is what people don't understand and they just think that everything because it worked this way with Conklin and flacco has always been a tight end guy right okay always always been a tight end guy zach wilson goes down the field more sure you, you follow what i'm saying so who's who does that uh, favor it, it favors the receiver that you talked about you know it favors him because
1: but have we seen Zach Wilson be able to split his targets between two guys or is he just to lock-in on Elijah Moore, don't double stack that game and move on? You, you, you know how people got their guys. But, Who was this but, guy there? But
2: to answer the question, though, I think, say, Elijah Moore wasn't necessarily uh, 20 yards downfield. Um, they were hitting him between the numbers. He was getting some short intermediate stuff. That's the same area where the tight end works. He's just coming back. And and so if he's not really, you know, comfortable and the offense isn't clicking right away, you'll see a lot of those check downs that kind of dump off. The tight ends become kind of safety valve. So, um, yeah, it's a little bit different, I think, because, um, you know, Flacco's like check down Charlie. Like all he knows is checking it down. But I think Wilson just coming back into the offense, especially in this matchup, because it's, it's not like it's an easy matchup on outside, right? I think the best matchup they have might be at the tight end position. Or in that area where we'll find more working.
0: Excuse so, me, sir. Did you see Mr. Cooper last week? I disagree. Okay, yeah, but, Pittsburgh's so, defense is ass. You know, I'm 100%. gonna have interest in them, but they have been, they have been, they have been cheats.
2: Okay, you just got to give Brissett and that Browns offense some credit. I don't think that the Jets are playing as well as the
0: Browns are right now. But You're listen, saying. you got you got to understand with that man being out for Pittsburgh. They are a different defense. That man, yeah, you
2: can't take a, you can't lose a player like that. Um, the kind of impact he was having, of of course. But again, I, I just don't. The Jets still are, are you know, right now
0: one of those teams who got something to prove as well. No, no, I say. agree. But, but why do you think they switched on? Um, they switched their nose tackle because they've been getting gashed against the run. So that's why I, I just got to say, I think a Deontay Johnson. You know, Brees Hall combination could be one of those. I think that people not think about, and Brees Hall is is. I'm telling you, Brees Hall is starting to to get. You know, to give it. Well, he listen. If once he get those snaps, Michael Carter's gonna be out the picture. Brees Hall. Not up. mad at
2: all. I like Hall this week for sure.
1: Fair enough. All right, guys, let's get into some of these value players. Um, I feel pricing has been pretty decent at the top end. So where we're gonna go? Running back has really been where it's at, right? We've been fading the top. We talked about a few of them, but let's start putting you to the screws, guys. Swami, where's your favorite mid-range and low-value running backs? This let's say we fade the whole top end. Where are we looking?
2: We we kind of already touched on them. Um yep. You know, I think Herbert and Williams and Hall. Um, you know, Will uh, and I'm talking about both Williams, right? Walls is <laughs> Walls is Williams. And Jamal Williams. So, so Javante <laughs> Williams and Jamal Williams.
1: I have I to say, Jamal I don't know if I can touch Jamal Williams at over 6,000 that 40% owned. I just don't know if I can do that. I,
2: I, I, as much as, um, you know, like like I understand why you want to go away from that ownership. Um, at, at the same time, though, if I got a, somebody in a great spot, you know, and we like to call it the free square, I can always separate myself with a 4% player at tight end or um, maybe at, you know, my, one of my wide receiver positions. I don't necessarily have to do it, especially when a guy's a great play. Um, because if if you pay up, then you, you know, this week, then you're probably not going to get there. And then if you look at – if you're just looking to take chances at running back, you're likely going to find yourself with one of these guys who's splitting carries or only going to get about, you know, eight touches. And that's just not going You like we know at least Jamal – like they're giving up an average almost 16, 17 fantasy points per game to the running back position this year. It's just hard to just ignore that. And if he get in the end zone twice, especially when you figure they got some injuries at wide receiver position, they like to throw it to him off the backfield, I just don't know. He might be a free square for me, but but I understand that 40% is too uh,
1: You riled him up so much that he booted himself off the broadcast. <laughs> 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 so.
2: I'll do my best Willie Walls impersonation.
1: <laughs> he's
2: ass. He's, oh, he's back. He's back. Never mind. All right, I got
0: you there. No, no, no. Listen, I clicked the wrong button. Who, who, you were talking about who? Who are you talking about? Jamal
2: Williams. I was just saying that sometimes when the price is right, i would be feeling like that's the free square, and I should look someplace else to kind of separate myself. When you got a great matchup, you got a great price, it's just hard, especially when I don't really see some of these other running backs in great spots, other than the ones we've already mentioned. Like, like if you're saying I'm not gonna pay Jamal Williams or Herbert this week, and I'm gonna try to take my chances on on a 7700. like I, I, it just don't feel like that's gonna get it done. Especially when it's gonna mean you're gonna have to take some more chances at the wide receiver position as well.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm I'm gonna play a lot of. Uh, I think Herbert for uh, Chicago man is is a great that play. Now price. I'm gonna be low on. I agree with you, Danger. I'm gonna have very little Jamal Williams. You know, I'm gonna have Javante, but not Jamal. You know, yeah. so I just think, I just think that, um, I just think that I, I can't, I, I can't, I can't. And don't, don't forget about Najee Harris this week too, going against the Jets. You got to remember, man. You know, you know, you got to look at places where people may not want to be looking, but you know, but I just think I, I'm gonna lay, lay my hat on. I think I'm gonna have me more penny than I've had. And I think Penny, you know, because a lot of people are really not talking about Penny, and I just think that, uh, you know, this is the type of game. And I agree with Swami and you, Danger, is when you got those t- two explosive guys out. I think this is going to be a grinded game, and I think this this favors Penny and this favors what Pete Carroll like to do. So I'm going to have a lot of interest in 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 in, in Mr. Penny this week.
2: Danger, uh-huh. can I tell you why I like Penny?
1: Yes, more than some of these
2: other guys because I like the offense. I like the fact that they're moving the ball between the 20s. They're getting big plays. And to be honest with you, I don't think I expected this offense to look that great with with Geno being a single caller, right? Not that he wasn't talented. Nobody just expected him to be able to do it. And this is against – he's been in some tough games and playing well. And when I look at some other running backs, like we just talked about Najee Harris, you love Najee Harris. You just don't like the offense. That's one of the – that offense is playing about as bad as any offense is right now. They're struggling to score points. They're really struggling to move the ball. You can't really trust the fact that he's going to get enough opportunities to be able to pay off. And it sure. feels like with Penny, if he can, he's going to get enough that he can break one or two and pay off. And that's why I like Penny.
1: Well, I'm going to tell you a couple of things. One, when Kenneth Walker goes for 100 all-purpose yards in the touchdown and beats <laughs> boat down both I'm going to come on the show next Friday just briefly enough for you guys to say that I was right. And, uh, hey, hey, that was the
0: same thing Doc, Doc said about somebody last week. Remember, it, he was, uh, it was Tom Brady. It was two weeks. Oh ago. my God! You said that he said, "Oh, I'm gonna go with this guy." And they were dude, I him, I said, you. dude. All right, I'll here. Hey, another interesting to play guy who I playing this week. I love Robert Tunyon this week, and I don't mind a stack of Robert Tunyon going against Stevenson. You know, for uh, the Patriots. You know, I think those are two interesting guys. I think, remember, Stevenson's now getting about 64%, 65% of the touches. I like Stevenson. First
1: of all, we haven't got to the tight end. Secondly, I was just going to tell tell you the guys I like in that mid-range, and I was going to start it with Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, Simply because, like I said before, I'm over here, I'm a Spartan fan, and I remember Brian Hoyer when he played college ball, and I remember Brian Hoyer every time he's been given the ball in the NFL, and that dude counts to about uh, one Mississippi and abandons the pocket. And uh, he immediately (laughs) jumps the ball off to the first tight end or or, uh, running back he sees. So I am on Jonu Smith and uh, Ramondre Stevenson in that game because that's all Hoyer knows how to do. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm going to go the other way, though. I'm not a Brees Hall guy. I got one more week for Michael Carter. So Michael Carter is my guy at 52. Um, Ramondre Stevenson at 52. I like both those guys at that range. So now we can talk about tight ends. Are you ready?
0: Yeah, I I, I think I think. Tunyon is very interesting to me. I think he's been ramping up. And you know, I I, I think with the you know, injuries that they've had to their receivers, I think Tunyon, I think Tunyon to me is is gonna be one of my favorite tight ends this week. I like Tunyon. I like Tunyon a lot this week. And I think, you know, I, I you know I wouldn't be surprised if Tunyon gets, you know, you know, seven, you know, seven catches for sixty five yards in a in a in a tutty. You now I'll take that, you know, at his price point.
1: And right below that is Dawson, Dawson Knox um, on my board here. Um, I, I like him, but after kind of looking through all these stats that I pulled for, for this, I almost rather pulling off of Knox in that stack and going with Singletary instead. He seems to be very involved. Um, but I'm going to go back to the well with Gerald Everett. I feel like, you know, Keenan Allen's gone and he just keeps getting those targets. So uh, I feel like $4,000 is a good price for the number two receiver uh, in L.A.
0: Yeah, uh, listen, I, I agree with who you like, Swami, at tight end.
2: Um, at tight end, I think, um, you know, I'm still interested in Zach Ertz. I think their offense is yeah. still missing some receivers. And so I yes. think for that reason, um, he'll still be involved. In, in, and he's probably one of, you know, the more reliable targets. Obviously, he's developed some connection with Dortch, but I think he's still like, um, Ertz, he's got twenty-one targets over the last couple of games. So I'm very interested in him. Uh Tanyan was 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 at the top of my board because of matchup. Hawkinson's there because of matchup and a few guys are out. Knox is there because I think he's a leverage play. He's got a great matchup and he's getting a good spot. And then if if I was taking some flyers, right? I'm again, I almost don't want to say it because but because we mentioned Wilson, is Albert O gonna show up? I don't know. But if Danger looking for low old, <laughs> <laughs> looking for low old, I'm just trying to help
1: out the low old. Yes, sir. Then, he's he's, then, he's looking about two percent owned right now.
0: So, yeah, <laughs> yes, sir. yeah, Albert Oakland's been out. He has been terrible. My God. And two, other,
2: no. and two other guys for honorable mention. I'm gonna say um, Evan Ingram and then and then Austin Hooper.
0: Man, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that's really uh, listen. Oh man. T- t- Tennessee is just hard to watch, man. They hard to watch, man. They are, and and, and for anybody, please, please don't play. This is not the week for, for Henry. Please don't play. But please do not go on last week. What happened? Do not play, Mister Henry, this week, please, please. I'm I'm begging you. Do not play him. No. I uh, <laughs> I'm looking at
1: my projections here. I actually have Jeff Swaim, uh projected double of what Austin Hooper is. I don't know. I don't know if that's a mistake in my projections, but. No, No,
2: it's been a couple of situations, and that's one I'm aware.
1: I got Swain at .02% owned. He should be.
0: He should be.
2: That's one of those situations where, and there's been a couple around the league, where tight end one through three all have
0: split, you know, three or four targets. (laughs)
2: Listen,
0: and this is where it's going to be this year. You might get Everett one week. You know, then the next week, ever gonna get you nothing? A joke crew went off. He hit be ass this week. You know, this side works when you play. Those are those volatile tight ends. Hawkinson did well, then he could be off the next week. You know, and 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 the one guy I'm just not getting to this year that I that I think has been disappointed is it's been Waller. I don't like him in this matchup. I am not gonna touch that guy. You know, I, I just think he's over. I mean, I just think Waller is overrated.
2: But but before we get off of Njoko, right? What I do like is what we did see from him and Cooper last week. In fact, if we would have had some foresight, we would have probably played yeah. in Njoko yeah. Cooper. Yeah, but yeah. listen, listen, in the Dome at Atlanta, where Atlanta has played well, Atlanta has made games very interesting, and it's been fantasy goodness. We already talked about that stack. And if we're talking about it's something on the other side, I think we got to look at that. Um, as far as know, being one of
0: those games, I, I, I'm just saying volatil- volatility. Listen, what I do like for uh, a joker, which I do like. So he's listen. He is getting a, a, a majority of the snaps. Love it, you know. So and he's a talented. I don't. I just don't think they have gone to him the way they should have gone to him, especially with Baker last year. And, and I and I really think that I think Brissett is a better quarterback than people are getting. And I do like. And I'm gonna tell you that. Cooper, for one time I can say is past that eyeball test. You know, yeah.
2: so, let, let me take my glass off of this because Danger, I'm about to say something crazy. <laughs> if the doggone browns keep playing like this, they might have a quarterback controversy on their hands. If Mr. Brissett continues to make this offense go like this, and they make improvements between now and say week eight, they can start talking about, hey, um, yeah, when you get back. Uh, we got a clipboard waiting for
1: you. <laughs> I'm
2: just saying, you heard it here.
1: I, I don't, don't think you're happy.
0: I'm <laughs> to you, Jarita. You heard it here.
2: Oh, Jarita really can't stand
0: him. She can't stand him. She wants that backup to play. I'm telling you, that You know they paying all these money for these other guys, and he has not got the his due that he's, he deserves. He Russet can play. i I'll listen. I will take the Commanders getting that rascal over the the trash we got. Watch
2: it now. They had one bad
0: game. Relax. (laughs) Excuse me, sir. Mm -mm.
2: (laughs) Can they do anything this week?
0: No. Hell no. I I like Dallas defense. Oh, no. I'm not playing Commanders this week. No, sir. I like Dallas
2: defense too, Danger. I know we didn't get there yet, so I ain't going to jump the gun like Willie.
1: That's okay. we can get okay, there right well, now because here's my question is green like, bay is the is the lock in your mind right you got new england playing injured you got their uh, you know uh, brian hoyer back at the ball but it's so hard to pay four thousand dollars for a defense so hard to make that possible. payoff more than 2700 uh, uh, <laughs> wait, wait
2: a minute but danger wouldn't that provide you the ownership that you're looking for i at mean it might two percent but let me tell you about this cowboys defense a lot of people probably realize this especially if you're commanders fans they averaged 23 fantasy points per game last year against the commanders unheard of in fantasy with three sure. interceptions 10 sacks and a forced three fumbles on top of shutting them down so imagine if they just give digs is due for a
1: pick sick right
2: yeah if they just give you half of that i think the cowboys Defense this week might be a
1: lot. The problem though we, is that is that Brissett is better than Baker. Baker throws interceptions. Brissett really doesn't.
2: No, we were talking about the, the commanders versus the
1: Cowboys. Oh, I'm not, sorry. Yeah. yeah bad. Not, I got not, I got not. the bad, bad Browns stuck in my
0: head. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> hey, 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 let me say this. They might give the Cowboys some a decent exposure. They better wear baggy pants because I think they're gonna have hard-ons going against the Commanders and yeah. that yeah. offensive line, man. That could be horrible. Listen, I'm, I'm listen. I'm a Commanders fan. They stink. Okay, <laughs> the offensive line stinks. You know, you defense
2: and or special teams to score this yeah.
1: game. Yeah, yeah. You heard it here. No, yeah, I. Whew, man, Wentz likes to make bad decisions. I mean, he really and likes that,
2: to make bad and decisions.
1: And that return man that they have. Yeah. Turpin. So, yeah, D- Dallas was on my list. My only other team that I kind of was leaning towards was, was Carolina, especially if I'm seeing 50% of the people stacking Atlanta. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I'm
0: going to tell you, Carolina is an interesting defense this week. I'm, I'm going to tell you another guy. I, I, I think, the, listen, Pittsburgh, man, that Trubisky stinks. Okay, so and
2: the I, Jets' defense
0: stinks, they double. Stink. I, I, I they know two stinkers that will that be, be the kind yes. of I'm just telling you, man. I, I'm still looking, you, you're looking in the trash. I mean, and oh, oh let me. Oh, you want to go in the trash? Oh, I got you. How about
2: we talk Seattle at 2400 or let's go with the Jaguars? And they've been playing well, they've been doing, yeah, they, they, they,
0: they, they have. A, they
2: got a tough matchup this week, but we're talking about taking a flyer. You don't no, know what you got until I, I, you see it.
0: I, I listen, I, I'm just put it to you this way. I'm going to be in the trash. I don't think I'm going to be paying over 4000 for no defense. I can't do it, you know? I can't do numbers.
2: it. They forced two fumbles, six interceptions, and seven sacks already. Yeah, I, I understood, but that's going
0: against, uh, uh, first of all, you're going against an opponent that did not have Pittman, and they get crushed in that place. That's a, that's a house of horrors. But for I, I mean, uh the
2: but the thing so, they play washington and it then, and, and then the chargers folks thought that the chargers were gonna be
0: a yeah but, but, a test. Yeah, but last uh, week against the chargers. yeah you know but so did i okay but i i didn't like uh her uh, with, with that red situation you know what i mean you know so that's what got that's what made me interested in and just like i told you i thought jacksonville has made improvements but i'm gonna tell you this Philly Offensive line and defensive line, man. This the Philly is the real deal. Jackson I'm gonna tell you, it's
2: been physical on both ends of that ball. Yeah, I he understand,
0: but but Philly, like I said, is the real deal. And the this dude here, I love the dude, and I agree with you. But Philly is in, in in the weather situation, Swami.
2: Sir, but it's two things that you know travel. That's NBA shooting guards and defense. <laughs>
0: I understand, but the Jacksonville defense ain't like that. <laughs> okay. You know, so I'm just saying. So I I, I, I got you, but it, it, they, they are the people of interest, but I just. What is the coach? What's the uh, what's the coach's price?
2: Are you thinking about playing them?
0: No, the, 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 the on FanDuel, I am. $3,000.
2: 3000 $3, $3, No, sir.
0: $3, no, on FanDuel, at $3,700. So,
2: oh, FanDuel,
1: FanDuel. Okay. The coach
0: are interesting to me. I think they wanted a better value place.
1: Maybe I'll play all by myself and I'll just play Baltimore at 25 on DraftKings and just hope that they put uh, put up a big score, and make Josh Allen, make some mistakes. <laughs> Negative four. <laughs> Negative four. I'm just being silly now. I'm just being silly. All right, guys, we're, we're running out of time here. So let's uh, do a couple of things here. Uh, every week there's been a really kind of a breakout wide receiver in that uh, like, for uh, upper four thousands to a uh, value range uh swami hit hit me who's your guy this week
2: we already kind of talked about james and he was kind of my guy around that range obviously i'm expecting that he's going to get a few more targets with Shepard being out um but i think they also might control that game at home and mm-hmm. so if i had to look back at somebody else i feel like Hollins is kind of already out the bag now um, I think you already mentioned, you know, one of the Ravens' wide receivers already. Nope. I think Zay Jones is kind of out of the bag now. So yeah, but Zay Jones. I don't
0: think he's playing this week.
1: Oh, I didn't. See yeah, like
0: that. yeah, I- yeah. I yeah
1: have, so I have ranked in my top ten.
0: Yeah, because I don't know if he's playing this week because Zay Jones got a, uh, some injuries, man.
1: You know, what his ankle. Yeah. yeah, you know, uh,
0: you know. So Zay if, Zay, Jones,
1: if Zay Jones is out, then you got Ke- Keelan Cole at bare bottom three thousand.
0: Interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. In yeah. Philly again. Listen, I, I hear you. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. still got, you still got doors out there. I think. Yeah. Hounds is 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 still a, is still is still a play this well, week. We well, are still talking four thousand. So yeah,
1: for me, think 4, I think 000. it's Elijah Moore. For me, I, I think that's going to be what's his price. Forty eight hundred. yeah I mean is an over five. I, he,
0: he, yeah. he would he be one of my he would be one of my favorites on the board and then listen you got to look at you got look at you got look at dubs or dobbs you got to look at him again i mean mm-hmm. these guys, you know these these guys you know it, listen Their prices
2: Ron, have been creeping up I was trying to stay around that low. Field. yeah, yeah you
0: know, i mean I, 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 to be honest with you I, I'm still looking at Hollins. i think hollins is a hell of a play again this week you know with with what's the name out I like his size. I like his hands. I think he's finally got his opportunity. And um, and I think the way they're playing Devontae, that's the smart move. They are doubling Devontae. You go to the so other. Guy.
2: But if, if uh, Zay Jones is out, then I think I would elevate Marvin Jones. And then I still like Jones, Dotson. Yep. I still like <laughs> Dotson um, in a game where I think they're going to probably be behind and have to throw the ball a lot, probably more than 35 times. So i could i could probably get behind some one of those commander um wideouts um you know especially Dotson. Hey, hey the what
0: about reynolds over the-
2: oh, Re- oh reynolds um or uh, you know? is right there like five thousand but i think reynolds probably got a decent price out well he, but i don't know if he is Man. you know i'm, I'm you one know. of the
1: biggest shark fans you'll ever meet from a few years back and uh, i can't hold on to the ball though so I think Reynolds is probably yeah, a better know. move there. Yeah, but I don't yeah, know. I mean, I, I, think, I think, I think, oh, really, uh, I think Reynolds. I think is. A, that's true. Chark has the upside. He's going to get ten targets, right? I mean, he's been getting close to double digit targets, anyways. Even though he can't hold on to the ball. So <laughs> you, you take you you take Brown out of there, and he's got to do it. <laughs> All right, guys, we're running up on an hour long here. I know uh, we got to get out of here, but um, what does what Doc call that, Willie? The balls-to-the-wall call by Willie Walls. What you got for me? Uh-oh,
0: uh-oh. Robert Oh, I told you I love Tanya this week. Of Green Bay is my balls-to-the-wall call this week. It's Mr. Tunyon. That's my call this week. It's Mr. Tunyon.
1: I dig it. All right, Swami, look into that crystal ball. What you got for me?
2: So while I'm sitting here and I'm and I'm thinking about a real uh you know, he, doc like to call it Swami Says, but I'm gonna say a real balls to the walls because that one was lukewarm and tumble dry.
0: Oh, yes, what 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 have you done? And uh, and my other guys Elijah Moore. I like those two. Go ahead, you. your Who's your call? Uh, again, deep sleepers
2: there. I'm going to go with um that Zach East guy for Atlanta. I think that game might have some points. I think he might be involved. And I'm going to go with a real balls-to-the-wall call and say that he gets six catches, 70 yards, and a touchdown.
0: Yeah, we're gonna go there then you gotta go back. I, I, I like Reynolds too. I like Reynolds of Detroit. I think Reynolds of Detroit is very interesting this week. So
1: all right. Well you heard me. Now please don't play it. But that pixie tipsy pick of the week, Kenneth Walker, <laughs> beat down in Motown. Just saying. Don't play it. Please don't play if it. If
2: it. it's a beat down, he'll get 10, he'll get 10 carries. <laughs>
1: all right guys well uh it's been fun hanging out with you i've missed you guys i haven't seen you since last season so it was wonderful stepping in for doc today y'all take it easy and um good luck this week
0: and take care <laughs> thanks for stopping by the office get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out dr and until the next visit be well and take care.